0: Hello, and welcome to a little bonus podcast. In this one, we're going to look at the actual brief that we wrote for this series of podcasts. This is a follow-up to the previous podcast where we talk about brief writing. So I'm going to go through the brief that we wrote for this, and then you can uh, judge whether or not we fulfilled the brief. I'm doing this on my own without Chalice because she's very busy at the moment doing other things not actually demolishing a house at the moment, but uh, she's she's allowing me to do this on my own. So let's hope I do a good job. So I wanted to add a little something to the previous podcast, the one about how to write a creative brief, because in it, we went into quite a lot of detail about things like propositions and one thing and another, but we didn't talk about the format of the brief. And I can tell you that over my time in the business, I have seen, and even created, many different formats. What I'm talking about is a form, a single side of A4, of course, but with a number of headings on it, all of which are there to make it easier for the person writing the brief to come up with the insight, the proposition, the target market, and all those things in ways that will be easily accessible and useful for the reader, for the people who are being briefed. Now, most recently, I came across a format that was inspired by the popularity of the idea of storytelling in creative marketing. We talked in a previous podcast, in fact, in a couple, about storytelling and the reasons why it's a good way to approach your creative marketing. But we also talked about the shortcomings of the approach and some of the things that you need to do to make it work. This briefing format addresses those too. I like the idea of a briefing format that is based on storytelling. It makes the brief more interesting, I think. Um, And I was shown this by the great Lou Dixon, who is a brilliant creative, who I had the pleasure of working alongside for many years, and who is also a wonderful storyteller. Um, I'm not going to go into her published works We're going to invite her onto the podcast soon, I hope, and she can tell you herself. Anyway, I don't know if she invented this approach to briefing, but thank you, Lou, for sharing it with me. So this is how it goes. The first section, instead of saying, what's the product or service, says, what's the story? So that's the difference right there. The next is headed, what's the elevator pitch, which I think is really the proposition. So, it should be a simple single line saying what the benefits are of whatever it is we're talking about. The third part is headed, okay, tell me more. So, in other words, this is the support for the proposition, if you like. Then it gets really interesting because the next section says, who's the hero and why? And then, who or what is the villain? Now, you may remember if you did listen to the podcast on storytelling, that we talked a bit about the need for heroes and villains in stories and the fact that the villains are often quite the most interesting part of the story and also quite often missing from the brand storytelling. But of course, villains is another way to talk about the competition or the things that get in the way of really great brand communication. So far too important to ignore. I love that this brief talks about heroes and villains. I think that's really just inspiring and interesting. The next section, which is number six, is who are we telling it to? The story, that is. So it's the target market or audience. Then seven, how do we want their behavior to change in response to the story? So what's what's the action required here? Then eight, why should they? Hearts and minds, please. So an appeal to emotion and reason of course. Then comes number nine, what can't we leave out? The mandatory inclusions, which would often be something to do with logos, strap lines, etc. And the final one is the deadline. What's missing from this form is what Chalice spoke about in the last podcast we put out, which is budget. But that would be very easy to add in, and very important, should not be forgotten. So what I have in front of me is using the briefing format I just described the brief that I wrote for this series of podcasts, as I said. So for 168 things. And this was something I wrote almost a year ago when we were starting to think about putting out the podcasts. Just after lockdown, just after lockdown one began, I should say, we're now in lockdown three, perhaps, of however many it turns out to be. So now I'm going to tell you what the brief says. And I hope That will illustrate why the idea of using... I will hope it will illustrate the idea behind this briefing form. And also, you can tell me, and I'd really like to know this, whether you think that the podcasts that we put out so far deliver on the brief. Please do let me know, because it would be very interesting to hear from you. Okay, so here it is, the brief for 168 things. So one, what's the story? And what I wrote here was... We have a lot of experience in creative marketing. We're sharing it free to the listener to help everyone get their shit together after or even during lockdown. And the word free has an asterisk against it because it always does in marketing. But it is true that these podcasts don't cost you anything. So yeah, free to the listener to help everyone get their shit together after or even during lockdown. Second, what's the elevator pitch? And for this I wrote creative marketing wisdom distilled for you. Creative marketing wisdom distilled for you. Okay. Section three. Okay. Tell me more. And here I've written, there are plenty of courses out there to teach you creative marketing. The people who run them may have top flight experience, but often they don't. Still, they want your money. We do have the experience, but we don't want your money. This is a crisis, people, and the way out is to help each other. So four, who's the hero and why? Well, the hero is you, of course. You can have all our experience without having to be as fucking old as we are. Then fifth, who or what is the villain? And here I put, the villain is mint imperials, decanters of suspicious no-brand squashes, whiteboards. Post-it notes. People saying, let's tell everyone in the room one thing nobody knows about each of us. Thousand-year-old coffee and an explosive pump-action thermos. More people saying, let's network over lunch, it's a choice of salads. I'm very opposed to salads. Training courses that will teach you everything in one day in a hotel that wouldn't look out of place in Pyongyang. All in for £564 plus VAT. I think you know what I'm talking about here. Number six, who are we telling it to? Young, fresh-faced hopefuls in the world of creative marketing in their 20s and 30s, carrying a mortgage the size of a Diplodocus turd, now in incipient cardiac arrest because the world has just stopped. This will help them calm the fuck down and march and triumph through the corridors of the agency and client offices, socially distant but totally mentally present. Uh, what I didn't foresee was they, foresee at this point was they'd be marching via Zoom, but there it is. And the second part of the uh, target audience, the slightly less fresh-faced, more jaded old pros in their forties and fifties, who maybe can't swing it with swag and have the sexual allure of a cucumber sandwich, but with two mortgages, private school fees, and Bodiceer slash Genghis Khan X they really, truly need a leg up in the COVID future. Seven, how do we want their behaviour to change in response to the story? Subscribe to these podcasts and tell everyone, then go on to rule the world. And why should they? Number eight, why should they? Hearts and minds, please. Because... This is how you mainline a double lifetime of experience in a succession of hits and love it. It's good for you and funny and free. Number nine, what can't we leave out? Kit Kat and Croak make everything better and they know their shit. Part of that is a kind of strapline, part of it perhaps not. And finally, ten, deadlines now, because we went straight on from the brief to start recording. So, there it is. That is the brief that I wrote myself and Chalice before we set out on this journey. I hope we've delivered on it. I think we've broadened the target audience. I think we focused very much on people in agencies and in client companies to begin with. But what we're aiming to do with this podcast is reach anyone who is creative for a living, creative in business, creative in their lives, which is why some of the podcasts talk about just how to be creative as well as some of the kind of nitty gritty things about marketing. So we have a slightly target broader target audience th- than before, but in other ways, I hope we're delivering on this. So as I've said several times now, do let me know what you think. Um, I will put this brief alongside the transcript of this little podcast and the previous podcast. Um, I'm really behind with the transcripts, I have to admit. It's harder work than you might imagine, but they do exist, or some of them do. And this one will shortly go up, um, and this brief will definitely go up because it's already been written, so that's nice and easy. If you want to read the transcripts, you need to go to, and this is a website address, 168things.buzzsprout.com, which may be where you are listening to the podcast anyway, but if not, that's the place to go. Click on the podcast and an option to read the transcript will appear if it exists. And I promise to put more up. Um, also, I should say that we're shortly going to have our own proper website back up and we will put the podcasts and transcripts on there too, along with loads of other interesting stuff, I hope. But we, not I hope, we will, for sure. Okay, that's all I've got to say about this. Thank you very much for listening. Please, if you enjoyed this or any of the other podcasts, do what the response section of this brief asks for. Subscribe to the podcasts and tell everyone, and then optionally go on to Rule the World. But please do subscribe and please leave reviews. Reviews help us to get up the podcast ratings and reach more listeners, which is what we want to do. Um, we have an interesting tool, by the way, which can tell us where we're doing well in the world. And we were very briefly the number one marketing podcast in Belgium a couple of weeks ago. Did I mention that before? And I noticed that we're the number nine in Macau at the moment. Interesting information. You could help push us up to the top of the rankings in those countries and many others, and that would be great. Okay, thanks very much. Bye for now. 168 Things is a series of podcasts produced, created, performed by me, Paul Kitkat, and my business partner, Chalice Croak, for all the reasons that have been explained in the brief I've gone through today. The music was written and performed by my son, William Kitcat. Thank you for listening.